Are you ready? A shot of wrestling. Episode 136. Wait. We go. Everybody and welcome, like I said, to episode 136 of A Shot of Wrestling. I am your host at Michael J. Party. I think for a record third week in a row, Green Man's here. Green Man, I just can't get rid of you, huh? <laughs> welcome to, to the rest of your life. You haven't gotten rid of me since college. We've been attached at the hip, and uh, it's, it's been a good uh, over 10 years now, brother. Now, honestly. For real. First of all, it's been like 16. But honestly... <laughs> Do you enjoy coming here each week to do the show for the last three weeks, or are you just coming for the fucking karaoke downstairs? Uh, the karaoke uh, helps. I didn't think so. Well, there is a lot to get into. But let's start like we start every show. This is wrestling replay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Getting used to it. You love, uh, love it. This week, I posted a picture of the kennel from hell on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Many people remember that. Yeah, it's yeah, very I, I, I almost kind of forgot, to be it's, honest with it's you. It's the until. worst thing ever in wrestling. CJ Barnett commented on our Instagram post. And I quote, still, the only match I remember from that pay-per-view in the past 19 years later. Well, CJ, here you go. Unforgiven, September 26, 1999, from Charlotte Coliseum in Charlotte, North Carolina. In front of 15,779, Val Venus defeated Steve Blackman with Steve Lombardi, a special guest referee, in 6 minutes, 29 seconds. D'Lo Brown defeated Mark Henry to win the European Championship with Tom Pritchard as special guest referee in 9 minutes, 11 seconds. My man Jeff Jarrett, with Miss Kitty, by the way, defeated China via disqualification to retain the Intercontinental Championship with Harvey Whippleman as special guest referee in 11 minutes, 51 seconds. The Yakalites defeated the Dudley Boys in 7 minutes, 28 seconds. Ivory defeated Luda Vachon in a hardcore match to retain the Women's Championship with Harvey Whippleman as special guest referee in 3 minutes. 37 seconds. The New Age Outlaws defeated Edge and Christian to retain the Tag Team Championships in 11 minutes, 7 seconds. Al Snow defeated the Big Bossman in the kennel from Hell Match to retain the Hardcore <laughs> Championship with Steve Lombardi as special guest referee in 11 minutes, 25 seconds. Xbox defeated Chris Jericho via disqualification with Tom Pritchard as special guest referee in 12 minutes, 57 seconds. And in your main event, Triple H defeated the Big Show, British Bulldog, Kane, Mankind, and The Rock in a six-pack challenge for the vacated WWE Championship with Stone Cold Steve Austin as special guest referee in 20 minutes, 23 seconds. Now, Greenman's shaking his head. Why so many guest referees? The events featured special guest referees because the WWE officials were on strike. What? Due to the continuous assaults on them by wrestlers. Mm. However, you know, only one man, Jimmy Corderas, broke protocol across the line. They refereed a couple of matches to help them out. So that's all your special guest referees. Because that's awesome. That's the, a great story. The referees were on strike. It's a great story to be told. Should happen sometimes. But listen, there's, Barnett, there, there's the rest of your card, by the way. Very unforgettable. Listen, there's there's a lot of we've heard of a lot of politics going on in professional wrestling, and obviously enough Tied was enough. Tired of politics. Eno- it, 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 <laughs> enough is enough, and the referees needed to take a stand. And I like that. I love that story. 
Michael J. Putty. That's me. That was 1999. September 26th. You know. uh, 19 years ago. I vaguely remember 99, but there was a great movie that I remember. It's one of the few movies that I actually bought as a DVD later on when it came out on DVD. Double Jeopardy. Double Jeopardy was the number one movie back uh, in September of 99. That was a good movie. That was a really good movie. Very suspenseful. And not for nothing, it's probably the only reason I know about Double Jeopardy, you know, about like the uh, law of it. That makes sense. And, and I think a lot, lot of yeah. a lot of people learn about what Double Jeopardy really means because of that movie. So for those of you who do not know what Double Jeopardy is, watch the movie or listen to A Shot of Wrestling because we will tell you that Double Jeopardy means that you can't be prosecuted for the same crime more than once. Very, very interesting. And who says the movies can't teach you nothing? You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. But um, you're you're a big country guy, right? Hell yeah, son. So I should also let you know that the top song in 1999 in September was the Dixie Chicks. Ooh, fly! Oh, <laughs> hey, look at that! Nice, nice. Real little nice little factoids to your little segment. That was here. one of the. Uh, you're welcome. I think one of the first singles. Yeah, big hits. I like the Dixie Chicks. So, Michael J. Putty, we're already wrapped into the show right now. Um, people are, are letting us know about their comments, about wrestling and all other things on social media. If it's the first time that you're listening to this show, welcome. It, it's a little bit of a variety show. We try to give you a little wrestling, a little pop culture, a little bit about Raw, a little bit about the indies, indie scenes, and a little bit about your and ours journey into the professional wrestling scene. Um, so welcome to the show. Um, follow us on all our social medias. Uh, that's a Shot of Wrestling on Instagram and Facebook. Shot of Wrestling No A on Twitter, which Green Man rarely uses. So if you see anybody yeah. posting anything, it's only Michael J. Putty. Yet it's probably the, the biggest social media yeah. platform out there, but the Green Man just doesn't know how to work his way through the, through that. It's okay. Beyond when, the curtains, uh, every time I post a show, you know, Twitter is where the action's at. It, it, apparently it is. Likes, retweets, comments, because Instagram is so damn fucking annoying to retweet, yeah. repost, I'm sorry. And, and some you people- copy the link. You got to go to fucking close that app, go to another app, repost it, open the Instagram app. Twitter just one fucking press of the button. And listen, there are many people like a close personal friend of yours, not mine, yours, uh, Darius Carter, who just hates pictures. He doesn't want to go scrolling through people's pictures. Like, like he's big he's on... He's a busy sp- man. What, what does he care what you ate for breakfast? <laughs> Why does he want to see it? Yeah. You know? I don't. Um, another social media platform that will be uh, joining very soon, and we posted it about a week ago, is YouTube. YouTube ha- has grown exponentially. Is that even a word? No, but let's slide. Yeah, thanks. Um, yeah, it's it's growing, and A Shot of Wrestling is going to make it their home very soon with upcoming interviews uh, of people that we have had and will have on future shows. So that's pretty cool. A lot so of big things coming up. Just going to be interviews? Uh, who knows? Probably non invasive. Okay. Yeah. You, you know what it is? Uh, but it, it it's the way that, that we kind of have operated for the past two years. It's like, who knows? Who knows that we would gotten to episode 136? Not me. Who knew that we were going to be the official podcast of BCW? Which stay tuned because we have a lot to talk about when it comes to October 12th coming to BCW. Headline by Jack Swagger, that big event in the Bronx. We'll be talking about that later on in the show. Um, who knew that we would have breakout interviews with, with people like Joey Janela? Um, you know, upcoming interviews, Michael J. Putty. Our October, our October is, is is shaping up to be one of the biggest months for Shadow Wrestling that we've ever had. 
Care to elaborate? You want to know? No, I do that- know. <laughs> I'm sure the people listening, it's a boring conversation unless you want to let them in. Because uh, when yeah. they hear their family. Yeah. Exactly, Michael J. Putty. And, and I'm glad you said that because when you are here, you are family. And as a family, we're, we're growing our networks together. We're, we're growing our listenership. And I think the four people coming up in October, um, they're, they're not signed, sealed, and delivered yet. But I could uh, let you know right now that uh, the Green Man is having conversations to bring on the show. You know, the, the great thing about wrestling and, and wrestling fans, it's like wrestling kind of becomes a thread in the fabric of your lives and everything you do, not just in like your home Monday and Tuesday nights watching Raw and SmackDown or you go to an indie show on Friday and Saturday. Don't forget about Lucha Underground and Impact. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those two. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it becomes literally a thread in the fabric of your lives. I remember back when we were um, in college, college days, we were we, we joined a fraternity, Tau Epsilon Phi. What's up, brothers? Teps for life. And we created our like fraternity evolution, you know, like our TEP evolution. So with the four of us, we had a great time. Just like it was, it was just like we were the click, you know, like everywhere we went, we went together. We partied together. We got drank together. We partied with girls together. Like we, we set things off for the four of us. Like wherever we went, that was where the party was. That's what evolution is. That was what the click was. That's what the four horsemen were. So I ask you listeners, who are your life uh, real life evolution members like who are the other three people in your life that you go ride or die to 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 have a great time and in this journey we call life man any good 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 stories to share from from those times brother man people hated us (laughs) you're right they fucking hated us because you watch reality shows like i do think of it as an alliance not only were we partying all the time, spending all the time together outside. Road trips together. Like, it was always, like, our car, right? But the evolution the fr- car. The fraternal order, as you guys know about it, there's a political aspect to it as well. So we were also a united front there as well. Mm. And, uh, you know, people wanted to uh, love hating us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's no different to the regular evolution. I'm sure there's a lot of people backstage who are like, oh, these guys are coming back, you know. Whose spot are they taking? The best, part of, the best part of the whole thing was when people hated on us, made fun of us, mocked us. They wanted to be us. Yeah, pretty much. You know, pretty much. The girls wanted to be with us. The guys wanted to be us because we ran that show for like a couple of years. A couple of years. But um, yeah, for any, anybody who uh, also joined a fraternal organization or is considering it or, you know, it's listening to a show, it's in your college days. You know, it's a really great uh, way to to make friends, find people that you have things in common with. Have a great time. It really, for me, Michael J. Putty made my college years. I don't know about you, but if I, I don't think if I joined a fraternity, I would have had as much fun as I did. Absolutely not. Or, or, or met as many girls as I did. I would not have nearly as much fun because I was stuck in class. You had so so many hot girlfriends, by the way. Whew, Michael J. That's Putty. A, we create we created uh, something that. called uh, Michael J.'s type. Remember that? Oh yeah, Putty's type. Yeah, yeah, because the type of girls Michael J. Putty would just date were like off off a center fold of the Playboy magazines. You know, like like there was hot. Hotter and hottest when it came to Michael J. Putty's type. So anytime we saw like a hot girl down the street, I'd be like, oh, that's Michael J. Putty's type. And I still use that to this day. I'd be like, oh, that's Putty's type to my wife, which pretty much to me means, damn, she's fucking hot. Yeah, they use that but, as an excuse to look at other girls. Yeah, got in trouble with their girlfriends. <laughs> like, oh, that, that's fucking putty stuff. I'm looking out for putty. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, putty's a you know fucking playboy over there. He, yeah, 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 yeah. That worked. That worked very well for a long time. By the way, my friend, still fucking does. Still that's Jonathan. <laughs> How's your week been? Uh, pretty good. Pretty, 
pretty good. Long though, long though. I just wrapped up a seven day work week. It sucks. So I am beyond thrilled to be here with you, Michael J. Putty, uh, in the studio, grabbing some shots of wrestling with you. Um, not drinking Jack Daniels tonight though. Um, what are we drinking? What's this little tasty beverage we have here? I believe you're drinking Jim Beam Apple. It's good. It's good. You know, apple season's upon us. Right. The harvest is here. Falls fall, upon us. Yeah. Fall. Oh, it, it was brutally cold this week. That's an exaggeration. Okay. It is a very big exaggeration. But compared to where we were a week ago, the rain and, 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 and the coldness that we've had this past week has been crazy in New York City. It's fantastic. Yeah. How was your week? Fall is here, which means it's time for fucking TV to be back. Oh, boy. <laughs> Falls Upon Us, which means it was the end of Big Brother, which is sad to see. But uh, great season. One of the best seasons in a long time. Can't wait for it to come back. In February with Celebrity Big Brother, by the way. Isn't like uh, some of the Big Brothers like wrestlers now? Like one or two of them? A couple of them are wrestlers now, yeah. Really? Jesse, you got the fucking uh, the dragon guy, the Luchasaurus. Really? Anyway, uh, maybe we should get him on the show. I Michael tried, J. I tried, I tried. You have. I've never been more hyped for a TV show than Manifest. Have you checked out Manifest at all? Did you, have you been I, taking my advice? Brother, I, I gotta be honest. Ever since <laughs> you say, of course not. But dude, ever since I had a kid for the past two years, it's been about my wife, my kid, and a shot of wrestling. And two words, baby shark. <laughs> uh, people compare it to Lost, which I'm a huge Lost fan. Love Lost. Thanks to you, I watched the whole Damn season. Right. You're welcome. Now, like people are like, it's Lost. I mean, just because it's about an airplane doesn't make it about Lost. But man, they are correct. The mysterious factor, the creepy factor, what's going on? More questions than answers. Watch Manifest Mondays at 10 o'clock. Taper off. Watch socks. NCS is back. NCS Nolans is back. South Park. Modern Family. I can go on and on. Found out the curse of Oak Island's coming back. Marky Calendars. November 13th. To top all this off green, man. Oh, my God. My DVR is on fire. But now I got to fucking watch Survivor because Johnny Mundo, John Morrison, Johnny Nitro, Johnny Blaze was on Survivor this week. Johnny shot a wrestling. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Get that happening. <laughs> Johnny SLW is coming soon, man. So- Stay tuned for the next couple of weeks while I uh, unload on my TV because Greenman's too busy being an adult working. Someone's got to pay the bills, right? Someone's got to buy our shirts, right? Yeah. <laughs> By the way, if you uh, speaking of shirts, hot new Shot of Wrestling merchandise coming on its way. But we still have limited quantities of the uh, original SOW logo shirt left in just a few sizes. I think like extra large and like maybe uh, 2XL is left in that. Um, we have one or two tanks left. All of the koozies are all gone. So if you got a koozie, thank you for supporting us. Drink beer. Uh, or you and, buy mine for 50 bucks. And have fun, you know. Um, all the backpacks are gone. I love those those backpacks. I love seeing them out there. If you have a backpack, you've got one at one of the shows. It's it's awesome. Thank you. Uh, send a, send us a picture of it. We'd love to see you guys wearing wearing the merch and you know supporting the, the pod, man. Thank you. Without you, we're nothing. That's all I got. You're getting some, some news? Oh, uh, yeah. It's In the News with Michael J. Putty and the Green Man. Getting some news, serious news. Yeah, let's go. On Raw, Liv Morgan got knocked unconscious and suffered a concussion when Brie Bella began executing what I call the it kicks with you know one or two of them missing and connecting her right in the face after where she slumped down unconscious. Brie Bella knew something was wrong, went for the cover, she barely kicked out. W issued a following statement saying, and I quote, Liv Morgan had a concussion. It's going through their concussion protocol due to their wellness program. Now, Brie Bell is receiving a lot of heat, though, for this. Is she? Also a lot of support. I'm very interested about the heat because the wrestling internet community is throwing a lot of heat towards Brie Bella of all the botches. Because this is not like the, the first time this happened. 
everyone in the industry is supporting her. In the industry. Yeah. Uh, she was a statement saying, and I quote, every match on Raw is an opportunity for us to entertain our fans. Our intentions as WWE superstars is to win the match, never injure our opponents, thinking about Liv Morgan tonight. There's currently no timetable on her return, but you know, no doubt she's going to definitely take a test upon test upon test because they don't fuck around with concussions. Right. But did you notice? You knew something was wrong. I fast forward that match right away. Oh, did you? So I went back and watched it when I found out about it. So uh, this is what's really interesting because um, so we're in a different world for watching WWE programming at this point. Um, we, we had the network out with, with DVR. I think a large population of the fans are always recording it now. You're someone who records it. Do you watch it the first night? Like, Yeah, I watch it Mondays. You watch I watch it, it delayed. But you fast forward through the things you don't want to see. Yeah. So it pretty much becomes the Michael J. Putty experience of Monday Night Raw. The the highlights for Michael J. Putty. I can start at like 9.30, catch up by 10 sometimes. Uh, I'm a little bit of the opposite because I'm not like, it doesn't become the Green Man Monday Night Raw when I watch it. But I don't watch it on Mondays. I watch it on my next day off. So if I record SmackDown and Raw um, and I have Friday off, I'll binge watch and watch raw and smackdown back to back i'll fast forward through all the commercials but i watch it from beginning to end the other thing i would do when i don't have the time to actually watch it which is what i did this week is if something happened that is out that is buzzing around in the in the internet community like i, I go back and i analyze it so i look at it and i invest more into it so for example everybody was talking about the brie bella botch so i went back and i watched you know where that match came from it was the the third or fourth match on the car that night so it was like a little before halfway uh so i found that to be interesting it essentially was what i would consider a throwaway match um just the way where it was booked in the card it was the the piss break if we were actually at the show and i didn't see too much like hype around that match and the only reason it's getting attention now it's because it was botched can you call it a botch like an accident an accident, a botch, things that weren't supposed to happen. People, people hitting on Brie Bella. Bully Ray hurt the Undertaker mm. a couple years ago, mm-hmm. a while ago. Hit him in the back with a steel chair. Hit his head. Undertaker got like nine staples in the back of his head. Mm-hmm. So he knew he was going to get fired. He was getting in trouble. He told a story on a podcast somewhere how he was so nervous, but Undertaker just sat him down, calmly as an adult, told him what happened, what happened, what happened. How he went out to do. Like he learned something from it. Undertaker taught him something from that experience. Mm-hmm. And he was like, this wasn't a botch. This wasn't Brie Bella being stiff. It was Brie Bella showing her ring rust. Yeah. And Liv Morgan true. showing her inexperience. Really? Okay. So you're telling me that an experienced wrestler who is not rusty at this point and is taking those kicks and then sees that, oh. Don't, don't, do, t- don't tell me this is, this is Bully Ray, by the way. No, no, no. But, I'm, but, I'm, but I'm t- I want to get your perspective also because so the inexperienced wrestler, like let's say. Liv is the experienced wrestler, not the inexperienced wrestler at this point. Okay. It, are you able to now calculate the fact that you're working with someone who has the ring rust and you're like, ooh, this person is not no, hitting so. me with the correct kicks at the right direction at the right time. Our timing is wrong. Let me adjust it. Like, do no, so, so, like, does the experienced wrestler able to adjust in the moment when they recognize that the timing is off that maybe they're working with someone who's not as clean. Yes. Brie Bella should have timed her kick properly. Yeah, but it, but it's all but it all falls on Brie Bella. I don't think it fall there's any fault on on Liv. I don't think the the I, notion of Liv being inexperienced should even be oh, a topic of conversation. Green's getting fired up here, see that? 
I personally don't believe there's any fault to be blamed here. You know what? Let's. Uh, it was an accident. You, you know, Mike. You know, we always say let's throw it to the fans. Let, let's let's hear what you guys have to say about it. Message us, inbox us at a shot of wrestling. I want to hear because I know a lot of professional wrestlers, friends to the show, listen to us. I want to hear from you guys. We want to know: Are you able to adjust your performance in the moment? Are you able to, to instantly change that that perspective and say, oh, "Okay, I'm working with someone different. I'm working with someone different, so I need to adjust myself." Like, could you adjust yourself in the moment? I don't think anybody's fault. It was an accident. So don't hate on Brie Bella. It was an accident. Uh, leave her alone. But kudos to Brie Bella, who, for the fan watching, like you didn't know anything was wrong till afterwards. What I don't understand was how. They cut the camera angle off so the doctors can treat Liv Morgan. Mm-hmm. They came back from commercial. Michael Cole said, "Oh yeah, Liv Morgan <laughs> was taken back." So stupid to the locker room. He's to, so stupid to the trainer area because I think it was Corey Graves who called out that she got knocked in the face. Mm-hmm. Yet there she was on the floor <laughs> about to Chris Amon treating her. We saw it on cameras plain as day. So tough. But you know, give credit to Michael Cole. He still stole it. She's in the back. She's in the back. She's not at ringside. She's in the back. <laughs> <laughs> but then when the match ended, you see Nikki Bella brought out of the ring to check seeing her out. Seeing is believing, but sometimes believing and seeing. And if I make you believe that she's in the back, even if you see her by ringside, she's in the back. I mean, Michael Cole should right. She should have been taken to the back. Why she she's fucking laying there ringside? Yeah, you had a commercial right. break, and not for nothing. We fucking out there. Michael Cole did a great job selling that story. You know that she did was his job. She was she was sent to the back. Like that was a but great story that he was selling. The cameramen are not listening to commentary. Right. That's the director's fault. Mm. The cameramen are listening to the director. Right. Not com- not and whoever's the calling the shots in the control room who yes. lets you see the fact that Liv Morgan... They see the- all the camera shots on the screen. They cut to this camera, ca- camera two. You're right. Camera four, camera three. Yeah. Should not have cut the camera fucking two right there. Yeah. But, uh, you know, hope she gets well. I mean, that's a shitty injury. So uh, good luck to her. Yeah. Word. And other news. Please. Once again, Green Man, indulge me for a second. Okay. My pleas have not gone unanswered. WWE announced that SmackDown 1000 Evolution will reunite. You got Triple H, Randy Orton, Ric Flair, and your boy, Baptista, will all be in Washington, D.C. on Tuesday, October 16th. This will not only be historic, but will be reunited Evolution. You ready for this? Talent. This will be the first time in history Evolution will be on SmackDown. Get the F out. Evolution was on Raw during the brand split. Really? Evolution making their SmackDown debut. Wow. That's big news, Michael J. Putty. I've been fighting for a while. So thank oh my you gosh. for listening. Thank you to those of you who supported me. Tweeted Batista, tweeted WWE, because Batista wanted this as well. So now it's uh, to reality. And uh, fun fact, ready for this? Go. Evolution, one of the, my opinion, the greatest faction of all time. I would say one of the greatest. I'm, I'm a DX yeah, guy. I saying. like DX guys. That's what I said. My opinion. Okay. 49 world championship reigns between all four men. Wow. Can't say that about that DX. You know what? Can't say that about fucking sh- the you shield. Know, you know what? And or I, fucking four horsemen. And I think they're they're still going. They're, they're still uh, oppor- they're no, not, there's still opportunity. Randy Orton to win another championship? Maybe one. Put another. There you go. One, making make it 50. 50. Make, yeah. 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 You know what I'm saying? Combined. Can't wait. <sighs> Fantastic. In other news. During a recent interview, AJ Styles revealed why he left TNA to go to Japan and finally WWE. Because he was a he was a TNA loyalist, uh, one of the original members. Yeah. So why did he leave? He revealed that Impact cut his pay by 60%. Ooh. 
He said, and I quote, I think that saying 60% is being generous, to be honest with you. I worked here for 11 years, worked hard for 11 years. I'm a family man. That's my job. My job is to take care of my family. Yeah. You're a family man now. You got to understand what he's going through. Absolutely. Without a doubt. You got to go where the money's at. You absolutely, there is, it's, it's weird, man. Um, and I knew this was going to happen going in, into actually building my family. There's a lot more chances you're able to take when it's just you and your girl. I definitely get get that. That whole, like, you got to provide for your family. And if the job you're working in right now isn't, you know, paying the bills for your family at home, then you have to be a man and you have to be like, pack up your shit and go, go somewhere where they're going to be able to pay you for that. You know, and if that means on the other side of the world, hey, you're going to be making those sacrifices for your family. You got to do what you got to do. Respect. Anyway, in other news. So rumor going around, you might see Hulk Hogan at the Crown Jewel in Saudi Arabia. What? In fact, the Saudi Arabians, whoever they may be, offered Hulk Hogan and the WWE big money, like huge, for him to appear at the Greatest Royal Rumble, which obviously didn't happen. Mm-hmm. But now Hulk Hogan's reinstated. Since Saudi Arabia, they don't care about racism or sexism. You're going to have Hulk Hogan return. This is the place you're having him return. He's not going to get booed. The politically correct people aren't going to attack the WWE or Hulk Hogan for being back. Mm-hmm. If he's going to ever return, this is the place to return. Do you want to see Hulk Hogan back in any form? Uh, I, I think I've mentioned it before. I, I, Hulk Hogan is such a mute point for me at this point. Like I don't care. I don't care if Hulk Hogan comes back. I don't care if he doesn't come back. And and, the, and that should be enough for the E to like just be like, hey, do the fans care? If they don't, then what's the point of bringing them back? In other news? We are one week away from the release of WWE 2K19. Woo! I have to follow it very closely. There Game are, looks good. There are a lot of updates going on. I was going to break them down, but I'm not going to bore you with all the updates because Greenman doesn't care. The Hell in a Cell has been revitalized. Looking forward to that. Your commentary team will be Michael Cole, Corey Graves, and Brian Saxton. Green man. Oh, no. The total number of competitors on the screen go from six to eight. So the, the processing speed, the game quality, the graphics have been updated immensely. But there's a fact that I read that is mind-boggling. Oh, gosh. What? Four years ago, WWE 2K15 had a total of 10 playable female characters. Uh-huh. WWE 2K19, 42. Wow. Good job. Congratulations e. to all those 42 women. Cause, uh, That's amazing. The woman's Good stuff. evolution is now digital. Well, you know, one day you'll be playing 2K24 and you'll be able to say that one of those playable characters of those female wrestlers, it's one very good friend to the show, Miss Allie Rex, who just recently won the FTW Women's Championship. Congratulations, Allie. Just wanted to give that shout out. Congratulations. In other news. After 15 years in the wrestling business, Marty the Moth Martinez finally claims his first championship. Good for him. He talked about it in an Emerson interview. Uh, the match took place in March. Didn't air to September. Hmm. Imagine holding on to that for, what, six months? He talked about it. He watched it with a couple of friends. They wanted to watch it out. It was just like a dream come true for him to see him win a championship after 15 years. Going on from that, he talked about the possibility of the fifth season of Lucha Underground, saying, and I quote, I heard rumors about taping would start maybe the end of the year, beginning of next year, but nothing's official. Lucha Underground has not been signed for a fifth season yet. I know you want to see a fifth season. Yes, I do want to see it. Yep. Do you want to see a fifth season with Marty the Moth Martinez, the champion? 
you know Michael J. Putty earlier. We we got sidelined talking about other stuff, but um, one of the people that I am in contact with to bring on the show in October is Marty the Moth Martinez. That's a great question to ask him, you know, like, is he hyped for a fifth season? How is he? Uh, is he looking forward to being champion for Lucha Underground when they return in other news? Well, let's go to the uh, PMZ for a while. Get some juicy gossip. Ooh. Alberto Del Alberto Rio. I can't do it. Alberto Del Rio. Alberto Del Rio. Show off. Posted a picture on his Instagram and Twitter with him out dinner with some friends, including Sin Cara. Hmm. He was sitting next to a beautiful woman. Beautiful woman on his arm. Eve Torres. Well, one person commented saying... She's way better looking than Paige. Oh. Yes, even the Paige Latina version of 2018. Really? Well, Del Rio actually commented on that, saying, and I quote, yes, and this one doesn't have more than nine police reports against her, three arrests in different states, committed to two different mental hospitals, and she actually has real evidence, not just lies from her loser brother, all caps. Now, if you want to take shots to your girlfriend, that's one thing, but don't. Don't take shots at her family, at her brother. Ouch. Yeah, it sounds like he got fucking stung big time, huh? Michael J. Putty, have you ever um, taken shots at, like, an ex-lover or... Not her family members. Have you ever drunk texted, like, an ex-girlfriend? Not in negatively, but you know. No? Like, hey, you up? You're... Here's, here's a DP. You want... <laughs> you're, you're a better man than Del Rio. Yeah, which means he's the one who got hurt. Oh, too... Oh, yeah. reading into it very yeah. well. Yeah. Because if he ended things with Paige, why would he be shitting on Paige? You're right. You're right. Which means Paige ended things with him. We should get her back on the show. We should. And yeah, if you haven't listened to previous show, we've had Paige on the show before. In other news. Kofi Kingston is now in the record books as the most successful tag team competitor in WWE history. He has passed Billy Gunn, who held the record with 953 days. Which, wow. Which now bumps Mr. Fuji into third place with 932. So most of these wins I'm assuming from the New Day. Because mm-hmm. they had 400 days. Mm-hmm. No, congratulations, Kofi. He deserves it. Speaking of Billy Gunn, Billy Gunn is going to be uh, coming to Outlaw Pro Wrestling on October the 13th. You going to be there? Uh, yeah. I won't. Yeah, you're going to be at the Hall of Fame. For you, a t- you told me you couldn't come because too much wrestling. For I'll, I'll do a lot of things for Outlaw Pro Wrestling. Whenever you need me, guys, I'm there. You hang out with Billy Gunn? I'll hang out with Scarlet Bordeaux and <laughs> test with budget. And then we'll uh, share stories on the next pod. So I got for news. Anything you want to add? Michael J. Putty, I, I, I want to contribute to your news. Oh, about fucking time. The Indie Wire is making a debut here tonight. And uh, we do have some news to share on the independent wrestling scene. Unfortunately, it's not some great news. Uh, first of all, we'd like to report that uh, Joy Janela suffered a knee injury at the last GCW event at Asbury Park. I saw that video. It's, oh, it, it's gruesome. Yeah. I mean, you definitely saw how he got hurt. Um, he was fighting psychosis, jumped off the top rope, hit literally the cement floor, like, and his leg was... It's buckled the wrong way. Oh, tough, tough break for pretty much the hottest indie star out there today, like, literally. So our best and positive vibes go out to friends of his show, Joey Janela. Joey, uh, rest well, get well soon, uh, and I could strongly say that and honestly say that you will be back stronger and better than ever. Tough year for a lot of um, people that, you know, we're very invested in. You know, Joey Janela, Mike Orlando is out um, and working on their comeback. 
so it's been a tough uh, 2018. In other indie news, uh, Danny DeMonto uh, recently had his gallbladder removed. Now, he recently had a post. That's not a bad Huh? It's not a bad thing. It's not bad, but here's where the story gets, oh, here we go. okay. gets bad. Because um, he posted on his Instagram and Facebook the story of the days when he found out about his gallbladder. And um, he said, and I quote, on Friday morning, I was rushed. I rushed myself to the hospital with the worst stomach pains I've ever had. After a bunch of tests, they, the doctor wanted to admit me and take my gallbladder out ASAP. I told the doctor I understood the risk, but I had too much to do this weekend. I promised him I'd come back ASAP, and he allowed me to leave after signing my life away. I knew I had to... Excuse me? I know. Exactly. He said, and he continues to say, he knew that he had to be in Asbury Park this this past Friday for GCW Presents Live Fast, Die Young, and... Then the following day at ICW Wrestling New York in Queens, where he had a match with Rich Swan. Now, this was a very important match for uh, a Danny because he said he's been boys with uh, Rich Swan for almost a decade now. <laughs> But we've never wrestled one-on-one. He also just happens to be one of the best wrestlers in the world right now. Everyone told me not to do the match and just take the night off and get back to the hospital. I did the complete opposite. I went out there and did more than I have in a match in years. He goes to thank Rich Swan. He goes to thank um, everybody who supported him. But yeah, he uh, talk about a tough SOB. Man, Danny, I love you, man. And that was probably the craziest thing that I've think you've ever done. And it's fucking awesome. And I thank you for loving the business we all love with the passion you do, man. Mad respect. Now, when you hear stories like that, it just puts into perspective when the original Sin Cara <laughs> got injured and he hurt his thumb. Oh, yeah. He had a call of referee say, I'm done. Right. And then you had people like Triple H who tore their quad, finished the match. With people like Danny DeMonte, who knew he had an injury, and two more matches? And who literally was in the worst pain was in the middle of, of his match. life. Yeah. Not two more matches. Uh, uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, Danny DeMonte is one of the owners uh, of GCW. Sorry, yeah, so, he, so he was one, yeah. producing so and running the show. He didn't get hurt in the middle of the match. He knew he was hurt. That's insane. That's insane. He's clearly insane. He's a mental... And let me tell you, bro, when he says that he went out there and did the most that he's done in a match in years, it is absolutely true. If you see the highlights of his matches, insane, insane the stuff that he was doing with Rich Swan. You would, you would never expect that that he was in any pain at all. He never showed it. People will say that adrenaline just takes over, I guess. I mean, at it, that it, point, I mean, as soon as you go through that curtain, you're just like boss to the wall, man. Unless you're fucking original Sin Cara. <laughs> For news. Any more indie wire news? Any more indie news we should know about? Th- that's pretty much it. Um, we got some indie shows coming up, which we'll tell you on later on the show. So, that's some cheers and heels. A shot of wrestling presents here and here.
All right, let's get into some cheers and heels. Green you said you were very busy. I know you missed all the shows. You missed me or her week with the shows. You didn't really miss too much. Oh, okay. Good week. But however, Raw was a lot better than it has been in the last couple weeks. Oh, I love it. I love it. Raw was better. Raw was actually kind of entertaining this week. Raw was better. Uh, cheers is opening segment with the shields in the ring. You had mm. Dolph Ziggler, Braun Strowman, Drew McIntyre come out and try to convince Dean Ambrose. Genius. So smart what was going on in reality to turn his back on his brothers because they were treating him like shit. He was the third ring on that fucking totem pole. And uh, they made some good points. Absolutely. So you to- saw that part. It, to- it totally made sense, too. When they totally were, made sense. When they were saying, listen, join us. We're tag team champions. Showman's going to win the Universal Championship. Intercontinental Champion is all yours. I mean, like... What is now? Nothing. Makes sense. Why wouldn't you? Spoiler alert, I would have. Really? You're you're the one who says you're the loyal guy, you know, loyal to the T. You would never turn your back on your brothers. You're not loyal to me at all, so it's fine. <laughs> oh, I, I, I would I would sell you in a second. That's hot, yeah, but, but, but you wouldn't. Yeah, I would. No, you wouldn't. Because it's you and the Boulevard Bullies. I don't, not, not <laughs> Once again, I got cheers. Uh, the Connor Kier segment, something W does better than anybody else. Uh, they always put themselves in a positive light, showcasing the, the cause itself and what they do for that cause. You know, people still shit on WWE for no reason because, he, why? Did you think it went kind of long, though? Way too long. Yeah. <laughs> for a three-hour show, was, I think it was over 10 minutes. It was a little long. Way too long. Yeah. There's still time to donate, though, to Connor's Cure, ConnorTheCrusher.com. <laughs> Connor with an O-R, by the way. If you enjoy that segment like me, you have a good heart. You're a good person. But get used to it because next month is Breast Catcher Awareness Month. So you know they do the same shit next month. So looking forward to that. Next, uh, Shout Out Wrestling will be uh, having their first annual titty drive. Well, we'll be um, asking for donations to save the titties. And finally, the biggest cheers of the night. A big, I'm a big Revival fan. The Revival going against Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre. Very entertaining match. A match that not only impressed me, but it impressed Vince McMahon himself. So I'm hoping this means the future is bright for the Revival. The future has been bright. Like the fans have been behind the revival since they debuted. Yeah, they tease us, like to give them a match and the, then they disappear. Give them match, yeah. yeah, but it was due to injury. But I also think I don't think the E has gotten behind um, the revival um, like they should. So SmackDown, uh, SmackDown started out with the Truth TV, taking over for Miss TV. Yeah, it was very entertaining. Our Truth has been gold on the mic. The he looks so months. much younger, by the way. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I saw our truth. I'm like, dude, what is your secret? Like, you look younger than you did the last time I saw you. And then I'm like, dude, you're like old. Yeah. How are you looking young? You're like the Benjamin Button of the yeah. WWE. Great analogy, yeah. Jesus. He took over Miss TV. How are you? He made it Truth TV. They brought Daniel Bryan, which is a perfect fit. Here's a truth fact. Um, Carmella, way better as a redhead. What is it? Red? Brunette? Brunette. Oh, so much better. I'm so into that. They had random dance breaks in the middle of the show, which was awesome, mainly because Carmelo. Which actually just reminds me, time for a shot of wrestling dance break. You're not dancing, Michael J, buddy. Great opening segment for SmackDown. Going to cheers my man English. SmackDown, I told you this last week, sort of, not more in detail, but SmackDown has better rivalries, better storylines. Yeah. But SmackDown has been very good at building personal rivalries for the last couple months. And this is just another one. Like, what happened in Milwaukee? So that's the question mark. That's the cliffhanger. What happened in Milwaukee? It's some sort of scandal. You know what I love about that? That it, it's so simple. 
I love it when storylines are just very simple and they don't just go out there to give you everything. It's like, make us think for a little bit. You know, uh, wrestling fans are smart. We're s- you got a week because it's going to be real next week. Yeah, but I'm, I'm like, you know, give us some time to let our imaginations run wild. Give us time to invest in it. You know, don't just like go out and just be like, hey, so last time at Milwaukee, Lana and Rusev got drunk and had a three-way with Aiden English. Uh, I don't know. I'm just saying. Surprisingly, talking about people's imaginations, the rumor going around mm. is there is a sex tape between Lana and The Rock. Look at, oh. Which brings The Rock back in for Survivor Series, which mm. brings The Rock back in for Royal Rumble to win the title, brings The Rock in to defend the title at WrestleMania. Wait, The Rock and Lana have a sex tape together. Okay. But then that Where means- is this coming from? How do you people think of this? But then the does The Rock then have a program with Rusev? Avi. Yeah, but Rusev doesn't have the title. Yeah. One off appearance. Okay. But that gives him a reason to be back. That's that, like yeah. his that's okay. like his foot in the door or I never would have thought of that. Or should I say his mm-mm in the door turtle <laughs> or chill chill the end of smackdown with the end of samoa joe being at aj styles family house in georgia it was pretty cool different but aj kept yelling at samoa joe don't do it stop what are you doing get out of there samoa joe was ignoring him because he didn't hear him because it's fucking pre-taped way too obvious it was pre-taped <laughs> took away from the whole thing very distracting uh. AJ, aj styles should have shut his mouth at the first time very annoying. By the way, side heel to my DVR for cutting off that segment right before it ended. How did it end? I don't know. I didn't fucking look up on YouTube. Thank you to YouTube. But another great edition of SmackDown. Uh, I read somewhere as rev- somebody reviewed SmackDown how they enjoyed the yin yang aspect of SmackDown, how it opened up with very lighthearted comedic relief and ended very dark, very serious. Mm. You know, great observation, guy. Good point. Those underground. Did you watch the underground on YouTube? Not yet. I don't have too much for Lucha Underground. Lucha Underground was like, uh, you can't have a great episode of Lucha Underground followed by a great episode. It was kind of like a filler, kind of a calmer, kind of a downer. Mm. But there was a fatal four-way match to determine the number one contender for the championship between Dragon, Azteca Jr., Mil Muertes, that other guy, (laughs) and Pentagon Dark. Good, fun match. But the end, the Mac came out. Out of nowhere. I haven't attack. seen him for a while. Yeah. Yeah. You haven't seen him since the uh, Halloween cage match against Mil Muertes, which he lost. Mm. But I came back, attacked Mil Muertes, and challenged him to a match at Ultima Lucha Cuatro. But he ended it by saying, rest in peace, motherfucker. Ooh, please. Un- unedited. What? Again, how does Lucha Underground get away with cursing, explicit cursing, at the 8 o'clock hour? They Somebody. just don't care. Yeah. They just don't care. There's got to be rules somewhere. There's no rules. Impact, they're going to cheer the return of Taya Valkyrie. She appeared on the big screen after Tessa Blanchard defeated her opponent. She opened up the, the video, but talking Spanish, kind of kind of a turn on. Muy caliente. Muy caliente. Congratulations, uh, Johnny Shadow yeah. Wrestling. She challenged Tessa Blanchard to a match at Bound for Glory. We're going to be there in person, apparently. She's not getting my ticket yet. I'm still curious where we're sitting. But that match pays for itself. Absolutely. I'm going to cheers my man, Eli Drake. Eli Drake. Walking around Mexico City. Talking to the locals. Talking to the shop vendors. Asking them if they're going to come to Impact next week. Because he challenged local luchadors. But the whole segment, it's a minute and a half. The entire time he kept going, Tonto, see? <laughs> <laughs> man, Eli Drake is great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's great. Huge distress on the Impact because Impact has a relationship with an upcoming Canadian brand on Twitch, BCW. They kept talking about BCW. 
I'm so confused. It was the wrong BCW, by the way. There's only one BCW in our eyes. It's Brie Combination Wrestling, Brie with two eyes, which is now presenting their show. On October the 12th, Michael J. Putty, yes, Brie Combination returns to St. Helena's Gym in Bronx, New York for a stack card. Should I tell you what, what what's going on with this card for BCW? Quickly, yeah. Every- all right. I don't, Wait, Brie Combination, right? Brie Combination. The number wrestling. one BCW in the land. That's right. BCW is bringing the all-American American Jack Swagger to go one-on-one against their champion, our champion, Azrael. Now, Michael J. Putty, I know what you're thinking. Azrael has been on a hot streak ever since he won the BCW championship. He's been handing out opportunities to everybody. There is also a night filled with many debuts. We have... Faye Jackson, the queen of BCW, going against the debuting Savannah Evans. The cannibal is looking uh, to take Faye Jackson to the limit. Now, this match, I know Michael J. These two girls are Michael J. Putty's type. Friend to Michael J. Putty, Darius Carter, continues his pursuit to be given the opportunity to become BCW champion. And he's going to get it this time coming around on October the 12th when he faces Sugar Dunkerton. Now, whichever one of these guys wins will get an opportunity for the BCW championship on November. Darius Carter win because I never heard of this guy. (laughs) You never heard of Such D? This guy is... Uh, I'm sorry to steal the the gimmick from AJ Styles. This guy is phenomenal. And the 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 night at BCW gets lit when we see the debut of Matt Tremont. Now we've interviewed him on the show before as we were going to standalone wrestling, and um, I wish we would have known about this debut because we would have talked about it a little bit more. But looking forward to seeing Matt Tremont. Join Joe Gacy, returning Joe Gacy, Rex Lawless, and Montana Black. All these four men are going to be in a monster match. I think this is the biggest monster match that BCW has ever put together. Insane. We also will have uh, Logan Black going one-on-one with Billy Brash. Um, but there's a lot more to come, a lot more things that have not even been announced yet. Um, the Deadly Sane squad is running Rampage over BCW. Looks like they have the Eldest Sane, which ends up being the owner of BCW. So you got to know that they'll be in action. Um, so a lot much more. Follow BCW on all your social medias. We are the official podcast of Recombination Wrestling. So we'll keep you abreast of any new news coming up. So back to Impact. Oh, did, anyway, I, did yeah. I totally just take that away from you? <laughs> it was one of the Chris brothers going against Brian Cage. During the match, OVE, of course, interrupts. Three on one. Lights go out. The Chris brother disappears. Okay? Okay. Lights come on. They're wondering where he where he go. Brian Cage is knocked out. The Lucha brothers, Penta and Phoenix, appear on the big screen with that guy who just disappeared, tied up. They're hitting him with canes, with sticks, and then with a double super kick. It came off very heelish. Why are two baby faces, the biggest baby faces in the company, why are they doing this heelish acts to this guy? That's why I chilled it. It was a cool segment. Didn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. But that's an uh, impact on the road to Bound for Glory. That's right. It's going to range. Raw Street drew a 2.470 million, which is down 8.8% from last week's 2.707 and is the lowest Raw viewership in history. Wow. That sucks. Raw was number four in the night. 
behind Hannity, Tucker Carlson, blah, 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 blah. Rose number two in the, night, in the 18 to 49 demographic behind. Loving hip hop. That's right. SmackDown drew a 2.193 million, which is down 3.9% from last week's 2.281 million. Once again, like I mentioned earlier, all the shows are back. So SmackDown's going to take a little hit because you got a busy night on TV on Tuesday nights. SmackDown was number nine in viewership behind cable news. SmackDown, with all the returning TV shows, was the number one in the 18 to 49 demographics. So congratulations to SmackDown. Impact this week drew at 222,000, which is down 3% from last week's 229,000. Impact ranked 111 on the cable top 150, up from last week's 133. Again, for the third week in a row, Impact ratings went down. Yet the rating went up. I don't know how that works. WWE stock is currently trading at $96, which gives the company a whopping $7 billion with a B market capitalization. So if you like my brother, if you like Jeff the Intern, who have WWE stock, trades on you next time? Maybe? Yeah. I don't know. Um, go home thoughts while I was waiting for you to come to the studio. I posted on their Instagram. Ask Green Man anything. Oh. <laughs> Without asking you permission first. Yeah, that's... We got a couple... Right. Actually, surprisingly, I didn't think we got any questions. Honestly, I didn't think we had any... We got a couple of questions. Okay. Taking the top three. Uh, who do you draw inspiration when you do commentary from? Who do I draw inspiration from? Yeah. Like Bobby Heenan. Like oh, gosh. Jim Ross, Jim, Jerry Lawler. Like, there's a lot of people... Do you draw inspiration from anybody, really? You know, that's a very interesting question I never thought about before. I've only done commentating for three full BCW shows. Thank you, BCW, for the opportunity. If I would have to say I draw inspiration from anyone, I would say Mauro Ranallo. Um, really? Yeah, I would say because the the excitement. Really? Yeah, the excitement that he wasn't what I was expecting. Yeah, the excitement that he shows behind the commentating table. I don't know if you've noticed this, Michael J. Putty, but there for some reason, me sitting down next to a commentating table just doesn't work for me at all. And people try to get me to sit down next to him over and over throughout the show. But there's certain moments during the show that get me so excited and riled up that I literally, I'm standing on my seat. If I could stand on the table, I would because I'm like, I want to see what's going on in the ring. I want to feel like even more involved in the action. It, it just, it captivates me so much that I can't even bear to sit down. So we know who your favorite of all time is, Bret Hart. Who is your favorite wrestler of all time to hate? Good question. Very good question, Michael J. Putty. I love to hate Ravishing Rick Rude. Like really? WWF old school Ravishing Rick Rude. Okay. The guy had everything. Like the abs, the women that were flaunting of, over him, you know, and he would pick up the minor and just cut those like heelish fat, promos. Sweaty right? <laughs> like I'm the fat sweaty pig out in the audience. Like, like don't talk to me in that way, well, you piece of shit. He elicited that type of reaction for me and and i loved him for that i love the in-ring ability i love the pageantry of of ravishing rick rude i love what i love what he does and did good answer you know currently who makes me hate him maxwell jacob friedman yeah that's that's my current date ravishing rick boot if you watch instagram live during the whole uh boardwalk beatdown you saw that very clearly oh my gosh that's all I got for this week. That was cool. That was it's fun. Didn't get to a little that. more Grub Green, man. We're coming close, very close, to the next episode of Dial Out for Love with Eric Jaden. There is still time to submit your questions. Inbox at shoutboxing.com or dial up 619-343-3005. Michael J. Putty, 
everyone listening, if you have not heard one of the highest rated shows in a shot of wrestling history, that's right. The Dial It Up For Love segment has gotten so many listens. It probably could combine the first 10 episodes of a shot of wrestling together and, and it will still outbeat um, any show that we've done. I mean, over hundreds of people have listened to it and yeah. it's for a reason because it's here. hundreds and hundreds <laughs> it, and it's for a reason it is it, it, let me explain it to you michael j putty it is three guys getting together the sexy zane eric jaden now this is a guy who's been who's in the industry who's seen it all done it all and probably still doing it all over again <laughs> With all the ladies, all right? Um, you have Michael J. Putty, who is our res- resident single man here, you know, living the life and the, the, the bachelor life of, of dating here with the internet, you know, and all the modern way of dating and being out in bars and shit. You want to change that? At Michael J. Putty on Instagram <laughs> and Twitter. But then you're going to change the perspective. And then you have the green man here. You know, family man, you know, has a wife, a Hispanic wife with that. That shit's not easy. Um, It's work. But damn, I love her. Um, And, and has a kid at home. So you get the three different perspectives from these guys um, who are going to answer all your questions. No questions are we're going to be holding back. And you'll get the perspective of these three individuals. Do me a favor and don't ask Eric who his favorite opponent is. We get that every fucking episode. <laughs> He's answered it in the first two episodes. Don't ask that question. So for all of the, those listening, if you just want to get a little taste of what this whole Dial It Up For Love show is all about, Michael J. Putty, we're going to do something special tonight because we're going to give you the best of the Dial It Up For Love season one starting right now. Love has you feeling blue. Dial it up. He's expecting you. And sex, life's greatest reward. Can't get some. He'll try and help you. Jaden, soon we'll be turning your life around, Eric Jaden, promises your love will soon be found, he's the definition of authority and sexiness, alone. Not you anymore After his advice You'll go out and score Thanks Jaden Dial it up for love Hey, my name's Sam and I'm from Hartford I hate wrestling and I hate your show but I'm calling because my boyfriend is actually obsessed with it. Can you give him some love advice to remind him to pay more attention to me, please? Thanks. Bye. Well, you know, Sam, I think I figured out what the problem Guys, guys. Yeah. I think I figured what the problem is. Please, because okay, there's, there's definitely he, a problem. 
Yeah, there's definitely a problem here. Sam, the problem is that you are a prude, my girl. All right? <laughs> That's what you yes. are. All right? How can you say you hate wrestling when it's the biggest, best sport in the entire world? And how can you say you hate a shot of wrestling podcast, which is by far the best and most entertaining podcast out there? How can you say that? And then you come on, then you come on and you leave this message, Sam, and you say your boyfriend's not paying attention to you. That's because he's in love with real true sexiness, okay? Which is wrestling, which is the podcast, and which is Eric Jaden. That's right. Men do love me. You know yeah. what? But if you want to change that, Sam, I've, if I was you, okay, I would pick a Monday night, okay? About eight o'clock, turn off all the lights, mm. put the, Put the candles on, turn on the TV to Monday Night Raw, and I want you to wear nothing but nothing but nothing on you. Just stand there butt naked with a bowl of cherries. And on the other hand, I want you to have whipped cream. All right? Give the remote control to your man and service him as yes. he watches Hell wrestling. Yeah. Hell That's fucking right. yeah. That's There's what I want you to do, Sam. I don't know what her boyfriend's name is, but there's nothing wrong with you, man. There's nothing wrong with you. Your girlfriend's nothing a prude. Yes, right? your girlfriend's she... a prude. She needs to get over it. Yes. Um, Sam, uh, guys can like wrestling and treat their woman right. Obviously, you're with a douchebag. So give me a call, 619-343-3005. <laughs> don't say you hate me. You never met me. Take out to dinner. I'll explain wrestling. Maybe you'll understand it better because this guy's not doing his job right. Oh, not at all. I mean, Sam, it also sounds like maybe you can, you can, uh, you know, maybe give Eric Jaden a call because one night with me, baby, I'll change your whole entire Ooh. world. Show her some wrestling moves. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, baby. Hi, this is uh, Bill. I uh, heard that, uh, that Eric Jaden is going to be asked to call phone calls. And, uh, uh, I'm a big fan. Uh, I just wanted, I just wanted, you know, first for my question, say that. You know, he, he, he motivated me to go out and, and speak to women and because if 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 an ugly son of a bitch like him could could get a girl to like hold his hand that I have a shot <laughs> almost shot wrestling. <laughs> but but uh yeah, my next question was that uh, you know, well what what are you supposed to do if uh, you know you get really sweaty during uh, the, the time you're having uh, with the woman? Uh, do you stop and just get a towel? Do you just uh, you know just wipe it off on her shirt? Uh, you know this, this this is just one of my problems that I'm having. Uh, I would love to hear hear what you guys have to say about it. Uh, I just want to say I'm a big, big fan of the show and. Uh, you know, I really don't appreciate that the Asian guy keep coming back on. But, uh, yeah, I just want to say thanks. Sexy, you are changing lives here. You're motivating people to be sexy. I love it. I can't wait to hear I, your response, man. I, I love it, too. I'm actually – but it's a two-fold response. First of all, he needs to get the dick out of his mouth because I can't <laughs> – I was wondering really what that does. was, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he needs to get the, the nuts out of his mouth because I don't want the fuck. <laughs> big man, big man, big man. So you want to be sexy, huh? Well, I tell you what, like, you obviously not sexy because what kind of man has sex with a woman who wears a shirt? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was a little confused by that. 
Yeah, know? that was very weird. So there must be some uh, butt ugly chick, yeah. or the chick is has, <laughs> or basically she's a flat chested bitch has no titties or what the fuck or basically she doesn't want to touch your nasty body right oh my god she needs it's some protection like her skin her skin yeah, <laughs> yeah protection. Like, she needs something i mean maybe she needs to wear a full body condom or something i mean <laughs> what the fuck this guy dude dude first of all do me a favor one like i said take the dick out of your mouth okay two Go back to school. Go back to kindergarten. Get yourself an education, you country fuck. Okay? You shit-kicking motherfucker. All right? Three, probably nobody wants to fuck you because you're ugly. All right? We already spoke about this. Already we had a a previous caller. There's the beautiful people. There's the ugly people. And there's the sexy people. You're like the fucking mud people. (laughs) What the Dude, so like, I, I don't know what to do for you. You're not going to be a sexy. Sorry, Green Man. Are you expecting high hopes with this guy? This guy's a total loser, and uh, that's you, not much I can say. What do you do with the sweat? <laughs> that's his question. What do you do with the sweat? Do you See, stop? That, that's why you're the host. Yes, yeah, do you stop? Bring, bring it right around. Do you get a towel? No. If he gets really sweaty, what, what should he do? That's his question. Well, the and- bi- obviously, the bitch who <laughs> wants to touch me, she's wearing a shirt. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> like, she doesn't want to touch you. So don't fuck her. Don't sweat. Do yourself a favor. Just put on a fucking porn movie, jerk off, and that's it. Holy crap, guys. I, I don't know, bro. Uh, way on this, Green Man. Well, if you get sweaty when you're jerking off to the porn, give us a call back. Maybe we'll have better advice for you then. I'll wipe it off in your yeah, shirt. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, do me a favor. If you do fucking have sex with a chick, do not wear an Eric Jaden shirt. Thank you. <laughs> Hi, this message is for Eric. I wanted to know why my pussy kind of smells like a garbage can sometimes. Like, sometimes it smells kind of good, but then sometimes it smells like a garbage can. Can you let me know? Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) All right, here we go. Wow. Uh, Good luck to you. EJ, that's why you're the expert, Brebby. Oh, my God. So, (laughs) guys... I had to say one thing, dude, minus the, 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 the stinking garbage can pussy. She's not a sexy, right? Yes. Uh, yes. yes. It, it, yeah. If there was a sexy garbage can that I ever wanted to stick my ding dong in, it might be hers. Well, uh, 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 <laughs> <laughs> I think for Wait, the first said- time ever, I'm actually stumped on a fucking question. <laughs> Holy shit. She said sometimes it smells good. Sometimes it smells like a garbage can. Yeah. So. All right. Well, this one, I guess, Michael J. Putty, I won't invite you to stick your dick in that. I, cause okay. I, yeah, because I really feel fucking bad about that. I listen, sweetheart. I don't know what to tell you, man. If you go down to your local drugstore, Rite Aid, CVS, Dwayne Reed, and some purchase some like yeast infection, <laughs> something. <That could laughs> maybe be you could. Yeah, so maybe have you an actual problem. Yeah. Yeah, you might have an actual problem on that. Uh, unless that you're, you're really getting some raunchy dick. <laughs> and, and so I really like, I, I would say up your game a little bit, hon, maybe get a little more, you know, get a little more dick from like guys like Michael mm. J. Putty and yes. the green man and yes. Eric Jaden. That's <laughs> yes. classy. That's yeah. classy, sexy dick. Like that, that's maybe what you need. Cause it looks like you're getting some real raunchy ghetto dick. <laughs> And uh, you need to move away from that. That's that's all I can say. That's oh, you know God. what? It is not her fault. This is why you're the expert. You channel everything. You you think about not the actual problem, but the solution. And the solution is stop 
going for ghetto dick and go for yep. classy dick. I love it. This That's is it. why you have your own hotline. And don't I call our hotline. Guy. Call 1-800-SD-HELP. Oh. <laughs> Hi, this is Brittany. I'm from Brooklyn, New York. And I have a question. Um, so I'm like a real freak in the bedroom, but I don't know how to let guys know that without seeming like a slut. Like, like I'm talking really freaky. Um, so what's your advice for me? Like, how do I let the guys know that I want them to pull my hair and choke me, but I don't want them to think I'm a whore. All right. I can't wait to hear what you have for me. Bye. Mwah. I actually have a question, too, for you, Eric. Let me follow up on this one, because my coworker is in the same boat here. Why do guys need to be told this? <laughs> like, her husband doesn't do this stuff. And I'm like, I don't didn't know guys, us guys had to be told to do this. Please, Eric, enlighten this woman. You know what? This, you're absolutely right, Michael J. Putty. This, we shouldn't be told it. This is something that should happen automatically. And yeah, I mean, we're, 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 we're men. It's a sexual instinct that we have. We, 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 it comes out of us. We, we, we want to fuck raunchy. We want to fuck hard. We want to get down and dirty. And this chick from Brooklyn, let me tell you something. She got me turned on. My dick oh, is so man. hard right now. Love Brittany. I need to know who she is. My, Green man, weigh on this. I mean, Brittany... I wow, um, I had to undo my pants right now. Sorry. Oh, what are you fucking doing under yeah. there? And Listen, give Michael wow. J. Putty a call. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. This 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 got me excited, guys. Uh, so, guys, here's a perfect example, living perfect example out there that women wanted, and they wanted bad, and they wanted raunchy, and they wanted sleazy, and they're freaks. Pull their hair. Guys, slap that ass while you're doing doggy style. Don't hold back. Mm-hmm. Grab the titties. Pull them hard. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Go from, from missionary style to the side to doggy style. Just switch it up, guys. They want this. This is what makes women crazy. If you're one of these guys that just lays back, oh, baby, give me a blowjob, then turn over, fuck, come, and go to bed. That's why you get played, you sucker. Mm-hmm. What? You want to keep a woman like that? You treat them freaky. Pull the hair. Slap them in the face. Call them a bitch, cow, slut, <laughs> whatever the fuck you want to call them. Call them anything. But just make sure you always keep the sex dirty. That's yeah. my advice. It's always been my advice. Green Man, weigh this on it. Tell me, Green Man, I know you like dirty sex. I mean, you, you have to put work in it. That's you, you, It can't just be easy. You know, you got you got to be sweaty. You got to be hard. You got to make you got to keep it hard. And, and it, you know, the reason that this love hotline exists is because there's a correlation between wrestling and sexy hot love. You know, you know, because just like how how much you got to put your your action in the ring, you got to put it in the bedroom too. You know, you got to yeah. work at it. You got to perfect it. And you know, uh, uh, Brittany, it's okay. Maybe you should pull his hair. Choke him out. See if exactly. he likes it. And if he oh, likes it, he'll give it back no. to you. If he doesn't really, like it, really then give it. give your man Michael J. Putty a call. Yes, okay? please. I'm going to videotape no, it. <laughs> no, 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 Michael J. Putty. No, Michael J. Putty. Green man, I am in awe with you right now. I am in awe. I'm fucking loving you right now, bro. I've never seen you like this. I- I'm excited. Brittany got me excited. I'm telling you, my pants are off. <laughs> I- I'm ready. Brittany. Brittany, man. Brittany, we need more women like you. Thank you for yep. calling. Amen. I'm sorry that your man does not take care of you, but you know what? We got people that will definitely do it 
Give us a call, baby. We'll take care of you. Thanks, Jaden. Dial it up for love. That was just a taste. Go back and listen to the first four episodes of Dollar for Love. Great man. Remember, episode five is coming soon. So there's still time to get your questions in. Once again, for those of you who have your questions in, much love. Thank you. And thank you for being patient. Those questions are going to be answered very soon. So stick with us at a Wrestling on Instagram and Facebook. Wrestling No A on Twitter. We'll let you know. Green man, anything else? Just love fucking wrestling, man. If you love fucking wrestling, you've been listening to this show. Continue to love fucking wrestling. Like Michael J. Putty said, follow us on all social media. And do one more thing, which is it's, it's, it may sound like small. It may not sound like significant, but it makes a big difference. If you're listening on whatever, on whatever platform you listen to your podcast, make sure you subscribe to A Shot of Wrestling. Make sure you're getting all your updated versions of all the episodes that are coming through on B Plus Player Radio subscribe to them subscribe to us on itunes leave us a positive comment and, and review that you know those those reviews go a long way so far we've had a lot of great positive ones five star ones people loving the show so that's great keep posting that if you're on podbean subscribe we've never put so much attention on Podbean as we are going to be doing in the upcoming episodes because it's because it's really important. We want to grow the listenership. We want to know that you guys are out there loving it. We're getting the great responses on all of our social medias. But um, yeah, just subscribe to the shows. And if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, inbox at a shot of wrestling.com. Podbean is our host. So whatever you listen to us, it comes from Podbean. So if you just want to bypass all that other stuff, just download the Podbean app. This is straight from there. So, and like us, follow us and comments on Podbean because Podbean actually monitors that stuff. So help us out and leave us comments and likes on Podbean itself. That's all I got. Michael J. Putty. Um, like I said, October is going to be building out in the next couple of weeks. I'll be sitting down with a lot of, I could say probably the biggest stacked shows are coming for a shot of wrestling. We didn't get too much time to talk about it earlier, so I'll tell you right now, I am in, in talks with Bull James. I am in talks with Marty the Moth. I am in talks with Jack Swagger. I am in talks with the BCW champion, Azrael, just to name a few of people who may be joining us this upcoming month. Well, like you, you say all the time, the show is from the fans, for the fans. So uh, get involved in the conversation. Inbox at ShadowWrestling.com. Shadow Wrestling, no A on Twitter. A Shadow Wrestling on Instagram and Facebook. That's all I got this week. Green Man, anything else you want to add before we end the show? I love you, bro. Uh, I love you, too. Let's go downstairs and sing our Lincoln Park in the end. Bring down the fucking show. So far, Green Man, I've been your host at Michael J. Putty. Until next week. Putty, yo. Hey, baby, I hear the bell ringing, hip tosses and body slams. Oh, my. And maybe you seem a bit confused. Yeah, baby. But I got you pinned. Ha, 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 But I don't know what to do when I see them with that golden case. They're cashing it in. Authority all in my face. What is a man to do? Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>